like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Our guest for today's Song of the Soul is Juliana McDowell. And the world is, simply put, very fortunate that circumstances pushed her to share her beautiful voice and lyrics with us, given that she was detoured away from spreading the grace for a few decades. But Juliana is now in the thick of it, pouring passions through her songs, working magic on the listener's ears and heart. Distributing her time between the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia and Key West, Florida, she shares her guitar, piano, and voice generously. Juliana McDowell joins us by phone from Berryville, Virginia. I'm so very excited to have you here today, Juliana, for Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. It's nice to be here. And you're down in the Shenandoah Valley, Berryville, Virginia. I understand you're having some inclement weather at the moment? We are. We have tornadoes passing through and flash flood warnings. Quite a lot of drama around us right now. So I want the listeners to know that if this program gets interrupted suddenly because a tornado rips off the roof of her house, (laughs) we will continue as soon as practically possible. The show must go on. (laughs) How long have you been doing show business, particularly performing music, Juliana? Well, my family would tell you that I've been in show business all of my life as a comedian, but that's not really the case. I actually, about four, a little over four years ago, my husband who owns a brew pub invited me down to help him one day, and there was a band performing on stage when they were done. The lead singer overheard me sort of humming along and came over and said, hey, you, you sing. And I sort of turned around to see who was behind me, and he said, no, 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 you. (laughs) So he said, come to our band practice, sing with us. And it took me three months to gather the courage, and I went, and then it wasn't long before I went off solo. So this isn't your first career? It is not my first career, but it's probably one of the first things I started doing after I was born. So I've been singing all of my life. Have you at least been in choirs or learned instruments? I think you play keyboards and guitar. I do, I do. Very humble piano and guitar. Well, when I was maybe three years old or so, my grandfather put me up on the bench of his piano and said, play. And so that was, you know, from that day on, maybe probably two or three years old, I just played. And my mother made an attempt to get me lessons when I was in grade school. But the instructor said, oh, no, you're going to have to do this every day for an hour. I said, oh, okay, see ya. No, thanks. (laughs) I'm doing this for fun, not for work. So, yeah, no professional training. But I did sing in church choirs over the years, just kind of in the background. What kind of church choirs? Folk music in Catholic Church. So the folk masses, that kind of thing? That's exactly it. 
how many roads must a man walk down? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up Catholic also. Well, those were the good days when you could sing secular songs, actually. <laughs> it's a little, little different now. And that's when I left. I checked out when they said, hey, guess what? No more folk music. I said, okay, no more me. See ya. Really? Where did you go? Just to the brew pub? I'm a nomad. I'm still searching. Okay, but you're searching in Virginia and sometimes in Florida because evidently inclement weather doesn't really call to you. How long have you been doing the migrational thing? Well, 15 years for fun and then seriously for maybe seven years now, we bought a home, uh, made a commitment and bought a house in Key West where there's a very, very vibrant music scene incidentally, so that doesn't hurt. So do you do an equal amount of music there in Virginia and down in Key West? No, I play more of the sort of local gigs in my hometown or my home county, which is Loudoun County, Virginia. And in Key West, I play special house concerts. So you've only got one CD out, but there's another one that's very much in progress. What's the ETA for the new CD? We're hoping for this summer, but that is being, that's the second producer I've worked with, and he is in Key West. So it's, you know, it's a little tough. I'm in Virginia more than I am in Florida. So getting that work done is sort of been spotty, but we're shooting for this summer of 2016. I think we're going to make it. Uh, again, folks, we're speaking with Juliana McDowell. And Juliana, do you want to start us off with the first song for Song of the Soul? Sure. We can start off with one that I is actually inspired by someone I met in Key West. It's called We All Have a Story. Well, actually, my producer in Virginia, too. I went to him and we recorded some originals, and he said, "Where or, or some covers. He said, where are your originals? That's where it's at, man. I said, oh, well, I have to be a songwriter now? Okay. So this is the first one that I wrote. And that's why it's called, because I said, well, I don't, I don't know if I have anything that anybody wants to hear in a song. And then I thought, well, you know what, we all, we all have a story, and we all have a song, and that's what this song is. We all have a story, Juliana McDowell. We all have a story, we all have a song Sometimes we're the weak ones and sometimes we're strong And over a lifetime we're the short or long We all have a story, we all have a will find us no need to seek them out don't waste your time in the shadow of doubt there's a winner and loser in every game what matters most is that you play in the bigger scheme we're all the Sometimes we're strong And over a lifetime We're the short or long We all have a story We all have a song Pictures remind us Of the best days we've had A song Stronger the balance 
Today, for Song of the Soul, you'll find her on the web at julianamcdowell.com. If you don't know whether to put an A between the M and the C or how you spell Juliana, how many N's there are, come via nortonspiritradio.org and I'll have a link to her. Also, have a link to CD Baby where you can get the CD that she originated. That, that song that we just heard, We All Have a Story, is from Take Me Away. And I noticed, Juliana, that you seem to have a country twang pretty strong to you when you're singing that song. Is that native to Loudoun County, or is this something that's native to the kind of music you do? Well, it's come out of nowhere as far as I can tell. I did grow up on a farm in Maryland, not far from the farm you know, that I, I work on today, this is where we have our offices on a farm, actually, in Virginia. I didn't really have very strong country influences. To be very frank, I really don't know much about country music, so I'm not sure where it comes from, but that's just what comes out. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm wondering who you're channeling. Who are your influences musically? I don't know. Well, actually, this will make no sense whatsoever because I was a huge Elton John fan when I was young. I'm still ridiculed for it because I used to dream that he would come pick me up in a limousine and take me away. And, and then, But James Taylor later on was a huge inspiration to me. Well, we all have a story. You said that that, was, that came from someone you knew down, I think, in Key West. Uh, who was it? What's the story? Well, he's a wonderful longtime Key West musician named C.W. Colt. He calls himself the Key Western Cowboy. He's grown up, I think, 
mostly in Colorado, and he plays a good bit of country music. But he was really the one who pushed me pretty hard to get to work on the original songs. And then in order to play bass on that song, bass guitar, he introduced me to Freebo. He played with Bonnie Raitt for about 10 years, and so I said, hey, I'm going to get you guys together, and this is a great song for Freebo to play on and help you shape up. Freebo's right in the center now of folk music. Wonderful songwriter. So I did We All Have a Story, shared that with him. He helped me sort of shape the song, and we produced it, and here it is. Well, the other thing that you mentioned, Juliana, is that I'm talking to you at your offices. And so I was wondering, when you answered Kentland's, when I called originally, I was wondering what Kentland's was, because I thought your last name was McDowell. I I was very confused. So could you tell us what Kentland's is? Right. Well, McDowell's wouldn't wouldn't roll off the tongue the same way. (laughs) Came up with an easier name. No, Kentland's is uh, it's a family. I work in a situation where I work with my siblings on a family farm, what used to be a family-owned property, and that just happens to be the name of our grandparents. Kent was our grandmother's last name. And what is this business? We run something called the Kentland Foundation, which our great-grandfather established in the late 60s. I'm one of seven siblings who work in this business in addition to, you know, my music. But what's a foundation? I mean, I, there's Jesus is a sure foundation, but I think it's a different kind of foundation. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, right. Well, I, I think for our great-grandfather, his primary focus was the environment, wildlife preservation, and each generation since has sort of had their focus. And our mother was very involved. Since you brought up Jesus, <laughs> she really liked to... Uh, really support schools and churches and women's shelters and all kinds of things. Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, it could be anything. That's cool. Well, I'd like to hear more about that, but first I'd like to hear some more of your music. So what's next for your Song of the Soul, Juliana? Well, I would say the next song that was really sort of along the path of my music career so far is Take Me Away. This is the title track to the CD. It comes from those long, sad, dark nights in the winter time in Virginia where, you know, it's dark by five. And my husband actually has spent a fair amount of time in Key West without me. He's working on a a house down there. And then I would sort of be here on these long, cold, dark nights. And and this song was really just take me away, take me away from all this. And also, you know, you might, there might have been a little disagreement in there before (laughs) some of the lyrics came out, you know, like, it doesn't really matter what came before, just come take me away from all of this, you know. <laughs> and, and, and on many levels, take me away from not just the weather, but, you know, the dark moments. Yes. Well, it is Juliana McDowell, Take Me Away, title track. Take me away, take me away I want to go Take me away, take me away 
Vidal, Take Me Away. You know, I'm still having a hard time getting over the fact, Juliana, that it wasn't till maybe four years ago or something that you started doing music really professionally. You've got such a beautiful voice and that song feels like an anthem to me. It has that kind of power and direction to it. So I'm just I'm just floored. <laughs> and is this like another personality of you that came out? I mean, stand up in front of people, sing, or, or maybe you're like Jim Morrison. I understand the first performance that he gave, he faced away from the audience the whole time with his back to them. It's just like that. It's really it's really like that. Playing instruments is you know there's sort of a anytime we put ourselves out there artistically, there's vulnerability, right? And, you know, it's difficult. You set, we set ourselves up for ridicule or for criticism. It's, you know, it can be painful. It can be scary. And I think as a vocalist, it feels the most vulnerable because it's such a personal thing. It's not the flute that you played incorrectly or the guitar that you, you know, you missed the chord on. It's you. It's your voice. So that was very hard to come out of the shyness you know, and the fear that people would not like the sound of the vocal because, you know, most of us, when we hear our voices for the first time on tape, you remember that? Back, <laughs> does anybody remember the cassette days for eight tracks, you know? And so you hear your voice and you say, oh, my gosh, who is that? So it came out of years of that saying, oh, nobody wants to listen to that. That's disgusting. And then, you know, enough people who were objective parties saying, hey, actually... I like that instrument you have. You should be using that. And that's really where it came from. They really actually had to force me into it. Our harmonica player in the band was so tired of me keeping my face about five feet away from the microphone that during a practice, he just shoved my face into the mic one day and said, you're going to sing an entire song, start to finish, and we're going to hear your voice for the first time. And that was the breakthrough. Has that changed you inside? Which part? The part of being shoved into the microphone or the <laughs> coming out of the shell? Most people who know me back in the day, up through ninth grade, believed and could see by my behavior that I was an introvert. Although, as of 10th grade, I became a total extrovert with no shyness, whatever. I mean, in sixth grade, I sang for my grade school. I sang, they had a talent show or something like that, and I sang Stars and Stripes Forever. And as soon as I saw the people in front of me, my voice became... Hooray for I called it. You know how, how it goes. <laughs> so you would never have thought the person I am today was the person in ninth grade. Have you changed because you now share your soul through your voice through a microphone? Yeah, I think I was always telling stories. You know, I can remember back to when I was very young and my parents, I, I would have these long stories to tell. I still do it. And you know, people sort of go, get, get, get to the point. And, and the point is, like, no, but I have to tell you the story because that's the best part. I need to embellish and, and, you know, throw all the color into it. And so being able to share songs and being able to connect with people this way, telling stories in this way, and, you know, the energy that sort of goes back and forth with an audience. Now that I have found that fully as a, a lead vocalist, it's a whole different story. And now there's none of the fear because I realize everybody in the room is just like me. We're all just doing what we do. You know, when you make that kind of magical connection for the first time and the fear all falls away, it just gets easier and easier. And yeah, you, what, what was inside just becomes more on the outside, you know. Well, let's put a little bit more of it out there. Another song for your Song of the Soul? I would say that I'm free because when you talk about being <laughs> now really free to just share all that, 
this is what that song is about that. It was also about, you know, the moment when I realized my husband's trips to Key West, while I was very sad when I would take him to the airport, when I got home, I realized I've got the remote all to myself. <laughs> so this song is about that. <laughs> this is about that moment where you realize, oh, I'm going to miss him, I'm going to miss him. And then you go, well, maybe I'm not going to miss him that much. <laughs> Get ready for a pile of energy. Juliana McDowell, I'm free. You talk about the little things and how they mean so much. But little things are all you do. Still, I'm longing for your touch. First, I want you with me. Then I want you gone. Because I'm free to love you from a distance all day long.
be forgiven if you thought that was maybe Bonnie Raitt or Janis Joplin. In fact, it was Juliana McDowell, who's my guest here today for Song of the Soul. That's her song, I'm Free, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. We're on the web at northernspiritradio.org, and on that site you can find more than ten and a half years of our programs for free listening and download. You can find links to our guests. So when you want to find Juliana McDowell on CD Baby or just go straight to her website, julianamcdowell.com, you can find that link on nordenspearradio.org, plus all of the other hundreds of people that we've had over the years. There's also a place to post comments. When you visit, please click and post a comment. There's also a place to donate. That is how this full-time work is funded. It's through your donations. It's not through the corporations. It's not through public sources. It's you, the listener, who supports Northern Spirit Radio. But even more important than supporting us is to support your local community radio station. Community radio is so invaluable to our country, providing an alternate voice, news, and music that you get nowhere else on the American airwaves. Start by supporting them. Again, Juliana McDowell is here today. When I say here, she's actually in Berryville, Virginia, and I'm in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and she thinks it's inclement weather there. I think she should come visit Eau Claire. <laughs> I know it sounds pretty cozy with you and your wife and the wood stove and the that's I don't put it past me. I do live in a beautiful place, and I'm assuming maybe you do too. I don't know if you're in the country or out in the woods. I'm in the country, and it's absolutely gorgeous here, yeah. The city is pretty much the city all over the world, in my opinion, but the country, you know, there's something. That's part where my soul belongs. Are you a nature lover, or are you a city girl? I was actually born in Washington, D.C., and spent the first few years in the city for the most part, but what I spent a fair amount of time with my grandparents on their farm in Maryland. This was the Kentlands in Maryland. So I I grew up on a farm, a working farm, but we didn't. It was more or less a gentleman's farm, but there were crops grown, corn silos and big gardens and lots of time for me to walk around in the woods or on the paths or through the orchards, sing into the barn, which was a big you know, the sound just reverberated off the walls, and I loved growing up on a farm. It was a very inspired experience for me. And when you're down in Key West, what's your environment? Oh, completely different. Packed in like sardines we are, but we're all happy sardines because we're warm sardines. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the ocean, you know, it's a two-mile by four-mile island. As I said earlier, it's, you know, very vibrant music scene. Everything is walking distance. Everything is, you know, hop on a bicycle, and it's it's great. It's great, but very dense. Neighbors come over daily to check on us and see how we are, and sometimes we'd like to be checked on a little less, but we love our neighbors. So I'm not quite sure. Does that mean when you're in Key West, you don't have the experience of I'm free? Is there too much community to be that kind of freedom? It's a different kind of freedom. I'm free to have less freedom. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm free to have a lot of people around who want to know what I'm doing, which is great. I actually feel very connected, very much part of a bigger fabric, which is a very colorful fabric in Key West and beautiful. People really are generally happier because the weather's just gorgeous. Well, I don't know. I'm, I've been a Wisconsin boy much of my life, except for the two years when I lived in equatorial Africa. 
And I thought it was so damned hot there. I couldn't wait to get back to good old Wisconsin. Yeah, no, that's that is in summer. Forget it. No Key West in summertime. It's it's pretty bad. But part of the thing is for me too, my mood, my normal state of being is really pretty elevated year round. I don't suffer from seasonal affective disorder. And I know plenty of people who do feel that downturn in the dark times. So, you know, the external dark times bring on the internal dark times. Is that an issue for you or is it just an aesthetic issue? It's become an issue. In fact, that will lead us (laughs) probably to the next selection in song, which is called In the Dark, as luck would have it. And my husband really suffers from this, so he has to get down to Florida. He gets really, he just gets really down. There's something about the theatrical component, the drama of the winter that I appreciate now, but a little too much of it and it's time to get out, you know. So what happens to the brew pub when your husband goes down there? Well, he has a partner who runs it, so it's in good shape. I think it's a lot easier to keep the beer cold in winter. Oh, it is, right. See, there are so many advantages to being in the freezing temperatures. <laughs> I have a very annoying ability to look on the sunny side, believe me. I darn you, you optimist. <laughs> Let us wallow. Well, then speaking of wallowing, let's go into the dark. Although I don't, don't find this song to be wallowing. Actually, I find it identifying something absolutely crucial to our inner selves. Yeah, this song actually, you know, it's a funny one because it came to me in the dark. That's the one thing, I don't know if I mentioned that previously, but I play, you know, maybe I was telling somebody last night, I play in the dark. I play piano in the dark most of the time because I don't read music. I don't need to see anything. I don't need to look at sheet music. And it comes also from being young and having a lot of siblings in the house and not wanting to be ridiculed or you know, made fun of or having people come up and make comments about what I was doing. And so I would just wait till everybody was asleep and then I would go into the music room and just have at it, turn the lights off and just close my eyes and feel the music. And this song sort of came about in that way. I was just sort of in, in, you know, one of the dark winter nights and two verses came, but I could come up with nothing else. And try as I may, I could never come up with anything else. And I said, okay, you know, this song is about those times when there are no words. So I don't need more words for this song, you know? And music, music is about that often. Music says for us what we can't say verbally or what we can't articulate in words sometimes. So this song has just two verses, and you see it's pretty, it'll be heavy on the instrumental, but it was about that, it was about the feeling and those dark moments and how love, sometimes only love, is the thing that pulls us out of those. In the dark. Still 
song by Juliana McDowell. And we're so fortunate to have her here today for Song of the Soul. And as you said, Juliana, there's only two verses there. And I realized that there was not a verse on fear, which was the other emotion that I figure most people think of as being in the dark. And that's something I've been focusing on because I organized a day-long workshop last Saturday on faith and fear for our Quaker meeting to exactly look at those kinds of things. You take what's usually left in the dark and you bring it into the light to disarm and heal it. And I think that love is, love is only medicine, as Peter Alsop sings it. It's such a powerful antidote. Is there a specific vessel of love into your life? Maybe your husband, kids, siblings, friends, somewhere else. Where does love come into your life from? For me, from everyone and every source and every place I can possibly find it because I'm always looking for it. So I think if you look for it, you find it. If you think it won't be there, then you know what I mean? You're, you're not letting it in. So it's, for me, it's everywhere. It's in every single thing, in every disappointment, in every... It really is. I mean, I, I'm very grateful to be here. So I'm grateful to be on the planet still. <laughs> I'm grateful to be here at all. And it's true. It's true. I, I'm actually, you know, as a, as a slightly older musical artist, I have this great advantage of, you know, having experienced some things, some disappointments and some things along the way. And, you know, a sense of gratitude kind of pervades all of this. Do you know? Well, I know that some people are that way. And I know that other people, their life turns into lemon. It's not invariable that someone takes the direction of love or light. Right. But it's all, it's available to all of us. 
and if we're blessed to, you know, be genetically, I think it's a genetic lottery and also in terms of, you know, how we function on this planet and, you know, our upbringing, nature and nurture, but we do have that choice. And so <laughs> it's a, I just found it's a lot easier on the heart and the soul to choose the positive path and looking for the love in, in these situations. And for me, as a, as a musical performer, too, man, there's so much love out there to find. If you're looking for it, you're going to get it. You just have to reach out for it and accept it, you know? Well, let's get another one of your songs right now, Juliana. What's up next? Okay, well, I would say when I was challenged by my first producer, Marco Delmar, here in Washington, to come up with original music. He's the one who said, hey, original songs, you know, that's where it's at. I said, oh, gosh, okay, it was enough that I'm now I'm performing in front of people. So you mean I have to write songs, too? Okay, I wrote things when I was 16, but you don't want to hear those, y'all the teenage angst. So I talked to a friend, a musician I play with in the area that I live, and said, hey, Nathaniel Davis, would you like to write some songs for me? I need some original material. And he said, sure, I'll take a stab at it. This next song is Tell Me Lies. He wrote me four songs, the first three. Well, I'm not sure he wrote this one for me. But the first three I listened to, they were nice. I didn't connect, and that's when I realized, I had that moment where I said, aha, I need to write songs because they'll be about me. They'll be about my soul, what's inside of me. I'm not connecting with these songs, perfectly wonderful as they are, that a nice 38-year-old young man has written for me. So I didn't take those songs on. A couple of months later, he sent them to me. He said, I woke up at 4 in the morning. This song had to be written. I think it's for you got to hear it. And, and this is the one. It's called Tell Me Lies. I've been wandering to this lonely home Wondering where you've been each night And I've seen all signs that you're moving on But my
Tell Me Lies, performed by Juliana McDowell. It's her song given to her or written for her by Nathaniel Davis. And she's my guest here for Song of the Soul. That one, though, is not on a recording yet. It's the one that's coming up maybe in the summer. Yeah, actually, what we're doing is we're taking the Take Me Away album. I had to have that album for a gig near Nashville last year. So I had to kind of rush to get that produced and just, you know, ready to go, print it up and and we said, okay, we're going to expand this album when the remaining four original songs are ready, fully produced. So now we'll be taking Take Me Away and adding four original songs to the collection, and this is one of those. So I have a problem. It's not just because I'm a Quaker. It's just my inner topography is lies don't sit well with me. I, I've been known to say the truth when it's been really uncomfortable. how do you react to i mean if someone lies to you well it depends at this age you know when i was younger and everything was very black and white i might have said you know that was a really bad thing now i you know this song really is and i've been married now for 15 years with my husband for 18 years and there are times when one is persevering through midlife sort of challenges and sometimes a lie is you know, what's that expression, which hurts more, you know, a lie that spares the feelings or the, the heart or, you know. So th- this song is about those times when a person is not ready, really quite ready to accept what they know is inevitable or what they know is really going, going to be painful. And just give me a little, give me a little more time. Just lie to me for a little longer until I'm ready, you know. But we've only got time for one more song from you, Juliana, and I hate to break this off. I love, I could just sit in your voice all day long and have it wrapped around me. It makes the winter weather here in Wisconsin even warmer. So how do you want to conclude your song of the soul? I think with Best Friend, I think it's a great way to end, to leave off. This is a song, we talk about these relationship things, and my husband, he has figured out in the last four years that some of these are sort of about him. So this next song, I composed it after I took him to the airport. Now, I was in Key West, took him to the airport so that he could come back to Virginia. But I I was really missing him in this moment and wanted to write this song, sort of about us and and sort of about relationships, again, long-term, you know. But when I I shared it with him, I said, oh, he got back to to Florida after a week or two. I said, I wrote a song, and I think it's beautiful. I think you'll like it. And he listens to it, and he gets this funny look on his face. And he scratches the back of his head and he says, this one's about me too, isn't it? No, I said, no, no, no. It's all hypothetical. You know, we're just artists. It's about life. So this is Best Friend. Moving down that silent road. You're here, but I'm all alone. Carrying an awful heavy load. My soul still hangs on. I might have left you long ago. You built that wall of stone Around your precious heart of gold That I used to call my own Oh, now nothing Oh, 
two ways about the short time we are here. The only certainty is doubt, and nothing's as it appears. You keep making it much harder than it has to be. You take for granted what you know. You'll always have in me. hypothetical best friend <laughs> not her husband but kernels of truth but you know <laughs> if you had to name your best friend is there one that you can name on the air and it'd be okay i would have to say my husband he i'm sorry but he is my best friend my husband is gordon mcgall he is my best friend and that is an a m-a-c the big Mac. well best friend is a beautiful song to share I can imagine how hard it has been for you to have those separations from him. But as you said, and I'm free, there's part of us that grows in the absence. Again, folks, we've been speaking with Juliana McDowell. She's only been sharing her voice with the public for maybe four years now in the professional way. And so that means she let a lot of decades slip by without putting these gifts out there. So I want to encourage you to go to CD Baby. I have a link on NordenSpiritRadio.org. You can find out more about her on JulianaMcDowell.com. 
Juliana, it's so beautiful to get to know you. I want to thank Mary Shapiro right here and now for connecting us up. It's really been a gift to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Oh, thank you, Mark. It's a gift to me. Thank you. Folks, follow the links on northernspiritradio.org for Juliana McDowell. Special thanks to Andrew Jansen for invaluable production assistance today. May beauty and meaning course through your lives, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy.